Welcome to Horror Movie Podcast, where we're dead serious about horror movies. We typically have a bi-weekly show that's released every other Friday, but in episode 132 here, we have a special little 40-minute bonus recording. It is a uh, live feature review of Happy Death Day, a movie that we all saw together in person for the Movie Podcast Network 2017 Meetup Event. This recording took place on October 12th, 2017 at the Jordan Commons Megaplex Movie Theater in Utah. I am your host, Jay of the Dead, podcasting from Salt Lake City, and I will cut to that live recording now where my friend William Rowan Jr. of the forthcoming Movie Moments podcast and the Sci-Fi podcast as he introduces our feature review of Happy Death Day. Hey, you're up. Look, I know this isn't gonna make any sense. Stop global warming. I feel like I'm losing my mind. You sneaky little biosh. Happy birthday. I've already lived through this day. Somebody's gonna kill me tonight. So, I am William Rowan Jr. And this is the weekend for the movie podcast network. This is Thursday, right? October 12th. Mm -hmm. And uh, who do I have here with me? Why don't we start here? Yeah, Jay of the Dead of Horror Movie Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Dave Dr. Shock Becker of Horror Movie Podcast. And Wolfman Josh. And William. I don't have a I was trying to think of something from Death Day, but probably better that I can't think of a line from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I just wanted to introduce that. This is the this is the live um, kind of like right here at the theater. Yes. And um, I wanted to mm-hmm. hand it over to you guys and just uh, let's do a let's do a quick episode. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, I guess the first thing we should say is that um, this took a lot of um, twisting of arms to get. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, Josh, why did you um, not want to see Death Day so adamantly? Well, it just looked terrible to me. Um, That would probably be the first reason. I don't make it to the theater as much as you do. Okay. So I I try to pick and choose what I'm going to make it to. And... uh, you know, I haven't seen the new Blade Runner, for instance, is in theaters right now. That's something I'd like to get to. <laughs> right. Uh, Flatliners is a... I, I love the original film, so I've heard bad things about this one, but, mm-hmm. you know, curiosity. So, okay. um, we initially, for this recording, we're going to watch Chucky... Cult of Chucky. Yes, right? that's But it correct. turned out not to be playing theatrically where we are. No. no and so we opted to go to a theatrical experience rather than a home theater experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then, so for yeah, for me, I don't know. I was I was being stubborn. I I suppose, but Jay gave me a, just a wonderful birthday present. Yeah. First Happy of all, birthday. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Just the optics on that don't look great. Is right, what I'll say. Right. 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 <laughs> well, it's a terrible title. I give you that. I can understand why the title would discourage you. But Dave, when you saw the trailer, right? I mean. Uh, slasher. I saw the trailer. Yeah, I thought oh, it could be interesting. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, but I thought you know, I thought it could be. Okay, so um, so you don't even like the the horror take on Groundhog Day? No, because in Groundhog Day you looked forward to him experiencing different days. In this movie, you dreaded every time she was killed and mm. woke up and did that same stupid stuff. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. You man. know. Wait a second. 
Wait a second, kill Bill, kill. You were uh, laughing. Rowan the Destroyer. Along with me. We need to. We're we're switching the marketing on this. Oh, okay. What what is his? What is his? Rowan the Destroyer. Rowan the Destroyer. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, sir. He, that's right. He doesn't do it either. <laughs> if only I could do this day over again and I would <laughs> right. retake that. Right. But no, you you were laughing as much as I was. I mean, we had. I feel like we had a good time together. Were we not bonding like I thought we were? No, we're totally bonding, especially when you were, you know, rubbing my leg after you were tapping me. <laughs> like the, it went a little longer than I expected, but um, no, I yeah, I mean, this is it, the the problem is is I thought it was going to be oh, I'm like oh, this is going to be a comedy or satire, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to keep building, building, but it just kind of no, we'll go back serious and then get ridiculous again. Yeah, I had an identity crisis. Right. I don't think I knew what it wanted to be. Right, it did. And then they set up something that she got weaker each time and yeah. then it completely abandoned that at the end. I think there were a couple times where I left with the film and it was usually just the mm-hmm. completely insane dialogue that yes. they had a couple of times, <laughs> yes. which I thought, you no. know, I gave it to them, they got me. But usually when I left, it was laughing at the film right. more than... Right. And I, I facepalmed, actually facepalmed probably four or five I, times I, during I, the I film. saw at least, I thought half a dozen. To be <laughs> but, but, I, I thought I saw half a dozen. <laughs> but do you guys honestly believe that, that the filmmakers would be, um, you know, disappointed? And I actually think that they mm. could be happy with facepalming or genuine laughing with or at the film. Hmm. I mean, I it, does, it does seem kind of self-aware the fact that they refer to it being like Groundhog, Groundhog Day in yeah. the dialogue. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. at the last, literally the last like 20 seconds of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, it, I think maybe that's a move like, hey, everyone's going to say that and hold it against us. Let's just put it out there. Right. Remind them before it's over right. that we know what we're talking about. But there's no so pain. much more to hold against it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. You guys. Oh. <laughs> Here's my Wait. thing. I, I looked at the clock i pulled the jay of the dead and i pulled out my phone to look at it and it was an hour into the film before i would say it started getting good and then immediately started getting bad again <laughs> within maybe 10 to 15 minutes of that so that's rough but but you yeah. did just say it got good uh, look, there were there, there were a few bright spots <laughs> okay um okay. but the for me the bad far outweighed the good i think one of the groundhog day things that's interesting i mean you know we haven't necessarily said that but the idea that um I mean, can we spoil just the basic premise of the film? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's obvious in the trailer. So yeah, okay, I yeah that she is killed at the end of this day, just like Bill Murray, I guess, does several times. Um, but in this case, she has has to be murdered at the end of the day. Apparently, mm-hmm. there are a couple of weird scenes where they try to explain the rules to us in ways that are huge jumps of logic for the characters. There's no way they would know these things that they're teaching us. But there, but there are a few moments. Um, I mean, for one thing, with Groundhog Day, like Dave said, you look forward to it. But the other thing is, even though Bill Murray's a jerk in that movie, mm-hmm. he's still hilarious. Yeah. And so he's making you laugh yeah. the whole time. Exactly. You're laughing yeah. with him a lot of right. the time. Exactly. You're enjoying every moment. They're all the weird little things that happen are all funny, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the, the way he reacts to the guy on the staircase and the way he reacts to the lady who's giving him coffee. And yeah. Ned Ryerson, Needle right. Ned, right. Ned the Head. That stuff's all fun, and so it's fun to return to. This there was no element of fun to the reoccurring moments. It's just guy passes out, car alarm goes off. There's nothing interesting about any of those yeah. reoccurring interactions right. that happened at the beginning of the thing. Right. So for me, that was a big. And in the very first scene, even if you didn't know this was a Groundhog Day type movie, yeah. the way they were setting all of that up, yeah, that was mm-hmm. pretty obvious. And she does have to go to class, but they don't really do much with that. The thing I like about Groundhog Day is he has to go to work. And so he's yeah. kind of forced to interact in the situation he normally maybe would be freaking out. But yeah. he kind of is 
compelled to take part in the day, right. which I think is a fun mm-hmm. element. He's yeah. also trapped in the town due to the weather. I mean, there, there's so many things that film does better, but this did, it seemed, literally like took Groundhog Day and laid it a, atop their screenplay and, and took markers of this moment happens and this mm-hmm. moment happens right. throughout. I and I right. saw those kind of mark markers along the way. I bet, I bet you're right. And, and so to speak to that, though, I think one real problem with this being a horror film because in a horror film like it's scary because there's suspense you don't want your main character to got to die and like each time that she dies it all the stakes are taken out of it because you're like well this doesn't really mean anything it's like when spider-man gets body slammed it's like there are no stakes there's no real danger because she's just gonna Mm -hmm. wake up again so so that that kind of takes the teeth out of this movie a little bit one thing i thought might have been interesting was some of the kill scenes they could have done you know you Mm -hmm. think oh they could have got interesting with some of the kill scenes in this but there weren't that many yeah. They weren't really that many interesting kill scenes. Yeah, they, they really didn't, didn't go anywhere. Two variations, but nothing too spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Also, just things that still don't make any sense, like the music box, all yeah, of that stuff. Right. Just like what? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Never explain. Never just. It almost yeah. has a supernatural vibe at the beginning. You're thinking, right. oh, mm-hmm. something magical is happening, and it should have. Right. Something supernatural should have been happening with this killer. Okay. For it to work, don't you think? Because why is this um, happening? I mean, you know, yeah. like, well, like the music, I can I can address the music box if that's really sure. a concern. I think um, it just it, is nonsensical. It, it was supposed to be creepy. Like, there's that you know the well, little yeah. thing playing cheat, is creepy, it's and it's sure. a happy birthday song Which, on the music box. Yeah. How often do you hear the happy birthday song in a movie? Almost never. This is one of the right. few times I can actually think where they sang the original happy birthday. Because you have to pay the Hill Sisters. Yeah. Go well, ahead. Not, sorry, not anymore. That that's now. They lost in court. It's free for anybody. Really? Oh, there you right. go. That's oh. why. Yeah. Yeah. That directly, that decision directly led to the making of this movie. <laughs> I it probably oh, did. Boy. <laughs> it probably did. I wish they'd overturn that rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Oh. Okay. Well, what were you going to say, William? I, I think you were going to go next. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, you've got the, the the thing that's closest to supernatural is that time is being affected, right? That doesn't fit in our world. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, so is it because you have Groundhog Day, you can just now use it universally? Or do you have to say like, well, wait a minute, why is this happening? Right. Yeah. Do you, you want right. to help us understand any element of this or the rules? Right. Or are yeah. we all going, well, we've all seen Groundhog Day. But it doesn't explain it in that movie either, right? No. He has to live the perfect day, essentially, in that film, right? I mean, that's right. he becomes... He has to become a better person. He yeah. has to change who he so is, So she has to survive, I guess. And she has to survive, but... Well, I, th- I think the film that did this better is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought yeah. of that when they were doing the montage. It was the like fun and games portion where she just keeps waking up and waking up and waking up. Yes. And that was kind of fun, but also kind of didn't work. I was kind of... It, had highs and lows in that section as well. Right. But it almost I, goes too bright. It's that even, moment, yeah. But that was the moment that reminded me of Edge of Tomorrow, and I thought, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's how you could do this. But they, uh, yeah. for some reason, couldn't quite crack the code, it seems to me, on the screenplay. Well, I feel like that that sequence was, not only was it too light, but I feel like it also diminished the, the kills even further. And right. The monster was even, quote-unquote monster, was even less scary to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it weakens yeah. the threat. You know, mm-hmm. we're not that scared at all now. Mm-mm. Right. But there are things that happen that make me feel like she doesn't actually have to defeat the monster. There are several little things happening throughout, and I, to, that weakens it more for me because it just has no meaning. It's almost incidental that mm-hmm. there's a killer on the loose on this day, and that's that really a big problem for me with, with right. the film. Right. Right, and so, yeah, and so don't, don't they pull that Anakin to Vader moment where she just says, oh... I'm a really bad person. And then the next, you know, cut to she's super happy and, and all nice and caring. And you're like, all of a sudden, yeah, you live right. your life as a horrible, horrible, like, <laughs> ugly, disgusting, mean person. Right. And then you're like, oh, I guess I am kind of mean. Yeah, now I know how to care about everybody <laughs> and be thoughtful without any work. Just you like, well, you don't have to earn it. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Like pointing at everything. I'm going yeah. to say hello to that Asian girl, and I'm going to put a pillow <laughs> under that kid's head. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. The, the, right. the guy with the sunglasses is the worst extra ever in <laughs> cinematic <Yes>. history. <laughs> yes. I cannot take that guy. And then she takes his glasses off. Does, he just disappears. <laughs> yeah, he right. He's not confused about it. He's not like, can I have my glasses back, please? It's like a music video or like yeah. Yeah. some weird Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Right. Pepsi yeah. commercial, yeah. Right. That's so funny. What What were you going to say, Dave? I think you, you had No, you actually, guys, I wasn't. Okay. Just, <laughs> just checking. Well, okay, so for people who haven't seen the, the trailer, understand the, the premise. I mean, we, we talked about it. It's ground, Groundhog Day. She wakes up. It's her birthday, but she dies. Okay, so we know that. But here here's... Did you guys think it was kind of cool in the very opening? It's a Universal picture. They they were restarting the Universal that logo awesome. a couple times. Best I mean, part of the movie. I'm like, yeah, hey, that's kind of the best part. Come on, Josh. Most creative. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I like that as a slasher killer. Although they didn't do it with the Blumhouse. No, no. They just did it with Universal three. A times. Blumhouse is always a repeat. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Blumhouse. Yes. Worst. Can we agree? Worst school mascot ever in a movie. Yeah, what's yes. that? What Creepy field babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does Bayfield. anyone choose to go to the university that is called the Bayfield Babies in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a it's a very creepy mascot, but that mask Looks reminds great. me. Uh, yeah. For some reason, it reminds me a little bit of um, you know my I, I love that film from the seventies. Which it, one? It's not the Alice clear Sweet mask. Alice? Yeah, Alice Sweet. Oh, Alice, Alice Sweet but, Alice. Yeah. But I like mm-hmm. that. I like the hooded. You know who done it? We don't know who the killer is. Pretty ferocious. Yeah, right. I kind of like that. I was thinking of, J- of Dave's giant baby movie that is included in oh, your. Oh, the baby. The yeah. baby. <laughs> well, that's yeah. an actual twenty-year-old in the diaper. Is yeah. what that is. But <laughs> you know, there may have been a diaper here. We're not. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think that represents the way the filmmakers approach this. They're like, let's get a uh, you know a creepy, scary mask. And they're like, okay, we got this baby thing. And they're right. like, well, let's let okay, how can that fit in? We'll just have it be the mascot. And they're like, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be great. Yeah. And right. here's the thing, but that doesn't fit in any reality or no. world. No. And a lot of things are set up like, that way. Like, we'll just go, well, we'll have her walk down a creepy, like, under the street tunnel. All right, yeah, okay, we haven't seen that in probably 100 movies, but let's make <laughs> it more creepy. Let's get, like... You know, they're doing construction, so there's just, like, random, like, construction, folding out signs, <laughs> blinking. Yeah. yeah, very rapey. It's just like... That's where girls walk at night, is they go through construction right. zones all <laughs> right. over Right, tunnels. right. And especially the second night after what happened the first night, they go back there. Yeah. Right. But wait, the, 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 the blinking light on the mask... That looked really great. Looks cool, but Jay, do the ends justify the means? Like, that's what I'm. <laughs> right. That's what I feel like. Where we're having a disconnect. Well, 
Okay, I think that they needed to establish the fact that this is um, like a domineering presence, a threatening presence. This is like her first encounter, right? And when she's standing there like facing this person in the baby mask and we see it lighting up the face and then it goes Mm. dark, lights up the face and goes dark. Mm. I think that establishes, okay, there's something off here. I mean, well, I there's, felt uh, there's somebody walking around in a baby mask. Uh, there's something right. off there to begin with, you know. But, right, you know, right. right. And, and you were thinking exactly the way these filmmakers thought. Right. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily wrong in the sense that, yes, that could exist in a setting. But let's just take another scene in a hospital. Um, she goes, I, I'm, I'm approaching something that could be dangerous. I need, look around, I need something that could help me here, like a weapon. And it just pans over and there's a ginormous, like a way huge <laughs> glowing axe that does not exist in any hospital anymore. It exists in a bunch of movies right. over right. the last 50 From years. From the 70s right. and 80s. Right, right. right. So right. it doesn't really uh-huh. make sense in our reality, like at all. So yeah. if the idea is it's a hyper reality, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, but I feel like they want to have their cupcake and eat it too where they're trying to they're trying to bring in the pathos they're trying to bring in the scares and there were moments that mm-hmm. were tense and scary yeah. but and there were moments that were funny and there were mm-hmm. moments that were effective emotionally yeah but they're just so few and far between it's just so uneven and i don't know yeah. that but, but don't you think they're riffing on they're riffing on it too because uh, there's something really important we kind of passed over it at the beginning but the tone of this film we talked about how it's kind of all over the place yeah but there's this i don't want to say it's new but i'm seeing it more and more nowadays where like it's not really a comedy or it's not comedy horror but it does have funny components and it's more than just the the funny stuff at the beginning of friday the 13th when the kid, the people are goofing off right there's the hey we're fans too we know the genre look at us riffing i mean there's something there and i don't know how to identify that but but i like I, that i guess but they didn't they didn't they didn't do a great job they didn't match i mean they, it's just you don't know that they're riffing you're thinking okay well you know, you think they might be, and then it gets real serious That's all exactly of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think if they were trying to do that, they didn't quite make it. Yeah, if they're if it's satire, they didn't pull that off completely either. Well, it almost feels like, or even partially, <laughs> it almost feels like they're doing a horror comedy, but they're they're yeah. on the uh, the spectrum a little closer to horror mm-hmm. than the comedy. So it's almost like for people like me who are sensitive to comedy and horror. I don't right. know. I, I think it has an identity crisis. I think it's a horror comedy trapped in, a, or a comedy horror trapped in a horror comedy's body. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So, okay, so I got a couple of things for you. So, um, earlier this year, there was a, a film, and I thought maybe this was one of those Armageddon deep impact situations mm-hmm. where it was, it was like the Groundhog Day or Edge of Tomorrow, and it was called Before I Fall. Mm-hmm. And that the, the trailer for that was actually kind of. You're like, okay, is this horror? Because like, there's a death situation in it, and it's like a recurring death, same kind of thing. But that ends up being just, just FYI for people out there. Before I Fall ends up being kind of a, a morality tale. It's almost like something you would show your teenagers if you want to try to teach them some principles. It's right. it's much more uplifting with like thriller elements to it. But I, I don't didn't, think I prefer that. Really, yeah. you think you'd I'm like it? Right? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 generally speaking, I don't think horror fans would. Right. But, but uh, I, I think what impressed me the most about this is... Isn't this also the same thing? What? Isn't she learning a lesson? How to, I mean, 
I, I, I love my dad and I want to have a real conversation with him and <laughs> I think that's right. the Groundhog Day payoff where they're trying to like okay Bill Murray's character is trying to become a better person he eventually figured out I yeah. need to be a better person so I think they were just doing that pattern riffing it yeah right. but I think there's something in this film that's noteworthy for horror movie podcasts and I think it explores a little bit the nature of doom or the inevitability of doom because what you have here is you know how in horror films we've got the the victim characters the characters that are going to die uh the killer pursues them and always catches them and i think that's neat how this film kind of underscores that and shows it over and over except in this film this character gets to learn it's not over like at the end of that yeah and i think that's kind of cool yeah well, that was in, that was an interesting twist. I'll mm-hmm. give you that. I thought maybe this is okay. It's over. Made no sense, but it's over. Um, and then it wasn't. You know. So that that was. I thought. Oh, well, that's a little interesting. I mean, yeah. it's very late in the film, obviously. Right. But yeah. you know. I think the basic concept is a great is great horror movie fodder. I think it's a great like. Hey, this is a great easy B movie horror movie. Mm-hmm. Easy to enjoy, but I think. The likability thing is an issue for me. The I found the first her, her likability or the everyone in, in the first forty minutes of the movie. Yeah, okay. Every yeah. conversation, every line spoken is yeah. tedious, yes, it is. vapid, vacuous, and mm. it just is not that much fun to watch. Really, no. you know. But we did laugh quite a bit. But was yours a bad? I felt like ours was a good laugh. William. I was laughing. Well, like, what do you mean by good and bad? I mean, I was totally laughing at. Yeah. He was this having is a great ridiculous. time. <laughs> or that's that's, that's yeah. a really poorly written line. And right. I laughed yes. at that yeah. probably yes. two or three times. Yeah, right. there yeah. are a couple uh, atrocious lines, but I do think that they knew that they were writing lines to that of that atrocious. I don't know. I those were the ones I liked. Yeah. Those were the ones yeah. I was laughing with it when okay. it said, "Why are you yeah. looking at me like I took a dump on your mom's head?" That's a terrible line, but it's right. so terrible right. that it's <laughs> right. funny. Right. There are others that are just so rote and yeah. There are yeah. ones that's like, okay, was this a first draft line yeah. right here? Right. I, I get that. But but the fact that we had, I think there is some value to the fact that we had fun. And maybe it's because we're all like excited. We're at this meetup. We're getting to hang out with people that we don't usually get to see. So I think there's a little bit of that. And this is like a little bit magical in a mm-hmm. way. Not to sound cheesy, but... But I do think there's value in actually just having a good time seeing the film. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Jay, I absolutely love, if I understood you right. You, okay. This movie, to me, I think to most people will clearly be bad. Yeah. Mm. Right? Okay. But, but <laughs> Right. And, and, and we were, you know, we're kind of being real critical and analytical on that. But Jason, or Jay here, you take, you <laughs> took this lemon and you're like, I'm going to take some horror lemonade right from it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because he goes, think about... I like seeing movies with my friends. Right, right, th- right. He goes, <laughs> yeah. he goes think about the, the, the person, in, or in this case, like the girl th- that you hate so bad, at the, at, and it's like a trope of the first of the all horror movies that clearly is going to be killed early on. Mm-hmm. And you're like... What if, I mean, she has feelings too. Her backstory, <laughs> her backstory is she comes from pain and suffering and maybe there's a reason and, and this is the one movie that gives them a second chance to redeem themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive, right? That's a yeah. true horror. Right. <laughs> I'd rather watch Heathers if I have to like sit through these types of characters. I just don't get, I don't understand any appeal to watching. And the weird thing is the moments of comeuppance that happen 
they're like out of a Nickelodeon show moments of <laughs> right, Muppets. Right. It's like right. his, his expression. Whoa. I wish I had a picture of Josh's face right now. So yeah. It was painful. There <laughs> were moments where I would just could not look at the screen. I know. Like, this I, is what we're doing. <laughs> this is her big moment. Ugh. <laughs> Jay had fun watching movies with his friends. I was actually yeah. thinking of getting a T-shirt. I came all the way to Utah, and all I got was a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so, and, and your sweetheart, Jackie, is with us here. Yes, and she is. And she's very tired. She's been up for like two days. And anyway. she slept through half the movie, and we envied yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. <laughs> she's not a horror fan per se. And, yes, yeah, she slept through half the movie, So that, that but, um, and it's I'm lucky. pretty tired, but I was awake, just mainly because it was funny, but... I, I don't know. Like so, so Josh Wolfman. Yes, sir. Do you think? Uh, do you uh, generally speaking, you know our yeah. audience pretty well. The people who listen to yeah. horror movie podcasts. Do you do you think they won't enjoy this largely? Correct. Really, you think they would just be like, "This is terrible." I mean, I think if I think this is a let's watch a movie to make fun of how bad it is kind of movie. I it's. I think it's it rides the line between so bad it's good and almost watchable so it is kind of a weird experience you know mm-hmm. i think there are there are a lot of bright spots mm-hmm. there are parts i ultimately and like legitimately enjoyed but yeah. i do feel like it was so hard to wade through the rest of it to get to those parts i don't yeah. know i mean we're okay. talking about child's play mm-hmm. at the time over this recording yeah and i was dreading talking about the child's play movies mm-hmm. <laughs> and the child's play movies are so much better than this. Yeah, right. like so <laughs> much better than yeah this. And that's shocking. I would, yeah. So far, I mean, so far in our or in our viewing. At the time that we're recording, yeah, yeah we're yeah. only through part three, but mm-hmm. I mean, way better. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I would have you. never thought, I would have assumed this was exactly what you hate about comedy horror. I would have thought this was one of the movies that you'd mm-hmm. put in there as in, let me show you why, here's my case. Yeah. And this would be in the top three picks. And yeah. I would, and, and this is the type of film that could convince me that you were right, that comedy horror doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so funny about that is I do think that this is one of those situations, and I'm sorry to say, I hate to say this, if I, if I had been in a terrible mood or by myself, when I walked out of this, this would have been one of those moments, and this has happened to me before, walk out late at night in the cold and be like, I need to do something better with my life than this. I've had that experience, but just because I think, just being pleasantly, I I don't know, like I just, I I guess I had fun, and I think that's that's good. Yeah, I mean, I do think you need to respect your time more. That's what my big (laughs) takeaway from all this. I do think it's a little bit more clever, and not clever as like super intelligent, but I think it's it's a little more like clever um, isn't stupid. It's a little more charismatic. Maybe that's the word. Our, the, the filmmakers were a little more playful. Yeah, that was very than, playful. And I, there were some good, a few good actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. a few good lines. Yeah, a few good shots. Mm-hmm. There are also so many bad shots. And <laughs> yeah, so many bad so lines. Many bad lines. And oh so many bad characters. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up with our uh, uh, final verdict and ratings here, and uh, let's start with uh, Doctor Shot. All right. I would say this is a. Three and an avoid. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Bringing it hard. I yeah. know. He is. He's like, he's like, no, I, uh, this, this had many more groans than it did, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, wow, I, that was good. You know, a, a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say three and this is an avoid. <laughs> okay. 
All right. What about is it William the Destroyer? Is that what we call Rowan him? Rowan the Destroyer. Oh, Rowan, sorry. Rowan because Rowan the because the the bad guy, the villain in, in Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, yeah, 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 yeah. was yeah. named Rowan. Right. right. Rowan okay. the Destroyer. That's Rowan right. the Destroyer. Uh, so, I mean, this is obvious, and and I know this maybe seems easy to do this, but I really felt like they were trying to, um, really be like scream. A lot of the shots where the 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 bad guy kind of mm-hmm. tilts his head in a mask. And mm-hmm. I felt like it's all a ripoff of Scream, but maybe they were just kind of like, it's fitting, we're, maybe we're homaging it. And then they took like, and like, well, that's been done. Let's take the movie Clue. Yeah, people love Clue. Or not Clue, um, Clueless. Clueless. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Rolling with I the preferred homies. more Clue. <laughs> right, not Clue. Clueless. Where it's just like this, you know, just these bad, you know, immature college people and they're trying to you know deal with something maybe more serious but it's like a comedy and everyone's a just a total stereotype uh you know of of everyone we meet and then and then of course groundhog day and i mean the problem is is all three of those movies even clueless to a lot of people that's a really good movie people love that movie right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think scream is considered a masterpiece and i think groundhog's day is considered a masterpiece so they took like these three masterpieces and some again clueless might be the (laughs) one questionable there but i know it's beloved (laughs) maybe maybe cult classic to some extent yeah and then they just made a big gross like have you ever guys ever taken uh, what's it called you know a suicide drink where you yeah. get all of the drinks of soda <laughs> yeah. the right. Right. And you're, this is gonna be this is what they thought right. this is gonna be amazing right yeah. this is a soda like explosion and then you drink <laughs> it and you're like oh like right. that was the worst decision I've ever made it's anyway. like the band Strange Edge <laughs> <Yeah>. right right <laughs> Anyway, so... Well, that's uh, soda now. That's very accurate. <laughs> I, I agree with what you said there. I like that. So I believe the execution didn't work. And so I'm going to say a four. I Secretly, it's a three. But four because I actually did enjoy sitting next to, to you guys and laughing and just <laughs> giggling. Um, but I'll never watch this again. So this is a total avoid. But I'll say four. Wow. Okay. Wolfman, Josh, what do you say? Yeah. I mean, so... There are a couple of films that I'm critical of that I think the horror community at large, I've found, are more accepting of than I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ride the line for me. One just rides it a little bit for me is Zombieland. It's one where I feel like Shaun of the Dead is this perfect film, and Zombieland's kind of the slightly cheaper version of that. Yeah. Um, the other one is Urban Legends, where I feel like a film like Scream is so strong, or even, I know we did Last Summer, is pretty good, and Urban Legends is kind of like the worst version of that type of film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this is taking the things I don't like about Zombieland and Urban Legends and kind of enhancing those negative aspects even further. Okay. So it's almost like Legally Blonde meets Urban Legends for me, is like what I would compare the tone of the film to. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wow. mean, that's... And uh, you I know, can't argue with that. Though is the thing within I mean, the framework of a Groundhog Day or Edge of Tomorrow type of thing. I, you know, for me, I think there is a certain audience that will have fun with this. Right. And I think if you're not as down on like an Urban Legends as I am, you may well enjoy this movie. What I will say is, I, I appreciate the spirit that the filmmakers have because I think you're right. I think they were intending to make it a little goofy, campy, shocking, ridiculous. I don't think right. that's lost on them. I don't think they thought the Bayfield Babies was a great name for a mascot. I just think they said, who cares? Right. We'll just do it because we like the mask. Who cares? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of that in the movie. And what mm. I say is I kind of cared after watching that many things. You know, one of the things in screenwriting that I looked at most recently is this idea of coincidence and how um, the audience typically doesn't appreciate a world in which coincidences happen 
time and time and time again. This movie's yeah. rife with coincidence. One one of them becomes a major plot point at the end of the film that is kind of a Deus Ex Machina kind of coincidence, yeah. and I, I hate stuff like that. Right. So that was very frustrating for me. But I do think, but I do think there are listeners who like it. For me, it's a four, and I think this is what Jay would call a red box rental. <laughs> I think like if you are, yeah. you see this for a dollar fifty, and you're at the grocery store, and you weren't planning on watching a movie, maybe you've got some buddies coming over to watch pizza. I would have had actually a lot more fun if we were watching this at home, and we could have mocked it openly right. the entire time. But right. the uh, the reverence for the theater space yes. kept me from which we all have mocking it as much as I felt in my heart I wanted to. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was gonna say, <laughs> William and Josh, I I feel like I really agree with most of what you said. Dave, I think you're a little dismissive for, for my shoes. <laughs> and, now, and now I'm mad. But, uh, okay. So, but you made his wife come. That's so that, he's got I, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder about that. Because he's going to pay for if that. If you made my wife come, then that we would be having a different conversation right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, here, here's the thing, everybody. Like our, our friend Cake Wolf, for example, yes, let's do a little shout out there. Okay. Somebody like Cake Wolf like it. is going to have a blast with yes. this. Okay, right. so Cake Wolf, this is for you. But uh, but seriously, this is a, for me, it's a see it in the theater right now. And here's why. <laughs> Stop making so fun of So what the audience at home doesn't know, we can, we're only learning now for the first time since we're podcasting together, is that he laughed silently for probably five <laughs> seconds before we heard the vocal laugh right. come out. So Leading, right? Yeah, I, I felt mocked I'm like sooner than usual, right yeah. there. But but here's, <laughs> I know you're making fun of me, but here's the thing: it is it is October right now, hmm. and like October is the blast time of year to see mm. horror films in the theater, mm. and I think this is a fun movie. It, I think it's a a guilty pleasure. But you're right. It's a one-time only watch. So if, if you're listening to this after this is out of the theater, which which won't be long from now, but but then then yeah, this is a this is a rental for me. But it, it's definitely like a one-time. Like I'll never watch this again. Probably. You, you have some Wolfman. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. No one that I know has been more critical of Blumhouse than you. And I feel like at Blumhouse, times, at times, I feel like Blumhouse in recent in the last couple of years has made a huge improvement in the types mm-hmm. of films they're making, yes, acquiring, yep. producing, and I've Definitely. I've been a major champion of them. It's weird that it almost coincided with your mm-hmm. plea to Jason Blum that the films actually did get better. So he heard you, obviously. Yeah, all right, I'm sure. <laughs> no, but the films actually got a lot better. I think yeah. at that point, and so um, I've been, you know, a fan. Yeah. yeah, legitimate fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we need to punish them for making this movie. I think we shouldn't support this in the in right. the theater. They're putting on their trailers. We we mentioned when we were sitting in the theater, the Insidious trailer came up right. from the makers of Get Out and The Visit, and we right. need to encourage them to make more of those types of films. Go out and buy a Blu-ray of Get Out instead of watching Happy Death Day. Is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Go out and support The Visit or or Split instead of watching Happy Death Day and show them. 
we like what you're doing over here. Let's not do this stuff I, over I, here. I like what you said, but, I mean, were we not all refreshed? I mean, wasn't it so refreshing that this was not a ghost movie? There wasn't somebody, like, um, crawling toward the screen mm. real fast. Or they haven't, somebody done that. they with, haven't done that in a long time. With goopy eyes or, like, black stuff pouring out of their <laughs> mouth. It's like, They haven't thank done that you. in a long time, though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How about being dragged down the hall away from the camera, scratching the floor with their uh-huh. fingernails? Into the darkness. And, and, right. and it's like, this is a slasher. I, we got a slasher film, guys. Yeah. And and I, I know if you all remember back in the 80s, I'm just saying, those those 80s slasher films were not great. And, and we're nostalgic. We love them. And, and that's what we have here, Josh. Can I ahead. make another comment on please, that? Please, go ahead. Recently please. on the show, I reviewed a film. I don't remember what it was mm-hmm. now. I was going to try to look it up before recording. I forgot where I was kind of down on the tone of the film because it reminded me of an 80s slasher, but it felt, because it was a current film, it just felt out of place. I feel like something about if it was a period piece, mm-hmm. I can kind of go along with that kind of clueless approach to dialogue, character, social issues. So if they tie mm-hmm. Wested it, is that what you mean? Yeah, or, you know, yeah. a grindhouse type of film okay. or... Um, even it to some degree, mm-hmm. right? right? They can get away with a lot more because it's set in the time period where those types of things were normal and good. I feel like <laughs> this is a film where it feels like all the worst parts of those 80s slashers. It just feels, which I, which if they weren't an 80s slasher, I probably would give it a pass. Okay. Like you're saying, but I think it just feels so out of place in our world now. Like mm-hmm. through, seen through the lens of the world we're in now, it feels so weird and just like dated and icky and I don't oh, know. and okay. hey, Juan, I, just wanna, I like uh it's kind of interesting being here right because i feel like uh, oh i should be a little bit more you know yeah i totally see what you're saying jay mm-hmm. um <laughs> but it, you know what deep in my heart i'm just like you know that argument is bonkers because because <laughs> you're kind of saying like aren't you glad it was not this thing that's horrible and old and sucks that no one was thought it was going to be. You compared it to like <laughs> right, yeah, right. we weren't w- expecting that. It's like, aren't you glad it wasn't like a knuckle sandwich or a poop, <laughs> right, right. A, you know, no. like a poop but bag? It, or, it was but you're like, like that though. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And uh, I'm actually praising it for that. What do you mean? Right? Like I'm saying, the saying it's a false, you set up a straw man false dilemma. Right. right. That's what he said. Right. Okay. What I'm okay. saying is, is you're like, you're not, you know, it's that thing like, you know, only an idiot would do that. And you're not an idiot. Like, we, <laughs> no one wants to be an idiot here. But I'm just saying, like, you, you, we're all in agreement that we're glad it's not that thing that no one thought it was going to be. Right. That was not in the trailer and gave no clue that it was going to be that. Which yeah. is, right. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure I'm following you, to be honest. So, but. <laughs> I don't like the Chucky movies. I would have loved to watch Cult of Chucky compared to this. Loved it. Loved it. Just, um, just so everybody knows, I, I bought Josh's ticket because I was trying to coerce him into coming and make him feel guilty. Yeah. Well, next time, you, next time you're just going to eat that ticket. I, I have a feeling. No, no, don't do that. This is the best thing that I have been a part of in a long time. I love being here. <laughs> we're, this, that's not what this is about, guys. This is right. a, We're saying, of course we loved going to this movie sure. as friends and podcasters. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but course, we're saying... Course. Don't anyone else do it? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, okay, well, wait. So, just to wrap up, though, like, so it is a guilty pleasure. It is a uh, horror comedy with this weird. I, I mean, everything you guys said is true. But, but know that uh, that is also a very uneven version of that. Like, it's not it consistent. Yeah, right? yeah. In tone, in quality. Yeah. 
Yep, that's true. The tone is a little off the rails, even more than I think is permissible. But because of that, it's this like this. It's a cinematic oddity, Dave. And so, uh, for no. me, for me, this is a one-time watch rental. Six point five out of ten. Ooh, I think people should see it in the theater while it's October and you're celebrating Halloween. I want everyone to go through the HMP archives and pull up all the other six point five movies that Jay <laughs> has rated and just put a list of them for us so we can just see what other movies he I love it. Compared love to it. yeah, one time, one time watch. So anyway, I, we would love to know what everybody thinks. If you end up seeing this movie, <laughs> tell us in the comments what you think. Interesting. Support Chris Peckover's Better Watch Out this month instead of this. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, that just about wraps up bonus episode 132 of Horror Movie Podcast, where we're dead serious about horror movies. We thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this show. You can find all our episodes on our website at horrormoviepodcast.com, and most of those are long-form shows. They're much longer than 40 minutes, so anywhere between two to four hours, typically. And if you enjoyed this particular live coverage here, we actually have some more great recordings coming at you from our Movie Podcast Network 2017 Meetup event. For instance, we bring you a Q&A panel with writer-director Chris Peckover, whose new Christmas horror comedy film, Better Watch Out, is now in theaters and streaming online. We also bring you a live panel podcast following our screening of Tremors. So we have these and more coming to you, including our October coverage of the Child's Play franchise, so we hope that you didn't miss that. So please subscribe to Horror Movie Podcast. It's free in iTunes. And uh, be sure to keep an eye on moviepodcast.network. You can hear more from Rowan the Destroyer on the Sci-Fi Podcast, as well as his upcoming brand new network show, Movie Moments. You can find Dr. Shock at dvdinfatuation.com, where he writes a movie review a day every single day for the past seven years until he reaches 2,500 movie reviews, which, by the way, he has almost accomplished. And he's also on Land of the Creeps Horror Podcast with our good friend Greg Amortis. You can find Wolfman Josh on uh, Movie Streamcast, and you can hear both Dave and Josh on the Universal Monsters cast, along with our friend The Gill Man, Joel Robertson. And of course, I'm still serving my life sentence on Movie Podcast Weekly, where we review new movies of all genres that are now playing in theaters, theaters near you. We love your comments, so we hope you get involved in the Horror Movie Podcast community. You can leave a comment in the show notes for this episode or email us at horrormoviepodcast at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail at 801-382-8789. And you can find all our episodes, including the weekly Horror Movie Podcast and Horror Metropolis, at our website, horrormoviepodcast.com. You can subscribe free in iTunes and follow us on Twitter at HorrorMovieCast. We're also on Instagram. I want to thank Fred Ingram for the use of his music for our Horror Movie Podcast theme song. You can find more of Fred's music at FrederickIngram.com. And we'd also like to thank Kagan Breitenbach and his Quartet Macabre for their classical reworking of Fred's original theme. In fact, at the meetup event, we had the distinct pleasure of hearing them perform the Horror Movie Podcast theme song live 
and it was incredible. They played it live at the event. You're going to get to hear some recordings of that. But anyway, I think that's it for episode 132. Thank you for listening, and join us again next time for Horror Movie Podcast, where we're dead serious about horror movies. <laughs>